Welcome to Flip the Library, the Gwinnett County Public Library podcast. My name is Steve Thomas. I'm the manager of the Collins Hill branch. And GCPL is grateful for the assistance of all the people who volunteer for the system. And leading that effort is today's guest. My name is Ann Sari, and I have been with the Gwinnett County Public Library since February of 2018. And it's been just a joy. Every day I learn something else that the library offers the community. So I'm every day amazed and inspired because of the number of people who really would love to volunteer with us. In fact, we have more people wanting to volunteer than we have capacity for. My position is system volunteer coordinator, meaning that I am in the headquarters and I interact with each branch's volunteer coordinators who are assigned and often rotate And so I'm able to give them support and do training and any kind of wholesale changes that we have to make to policies regarding volunteers. I work with our HR department and our other leadership to make those things happen. Um, And you said you've worked at the library for a couple of years. Um, What's your background before that? What, What kind of work did you do? Well, this is like a dream come true kind of job because for 18 years, I managed bookstores, Borders and Walden bookstores. And when I left that, it was to go into something that was my passion, which was volunteering myself at hospice. And so I joined hospice as a volunteer in 1994 and as an employee in 2007. And I worked for them for almost 14 years before I came to the library. So this combines my love of books and learning with working with volunteers, which is fantastic. Yeah, when I started here, it was a good combination for me, too, because I had a bookstore background and then an academic library background. And so they kind of smush those together and I get to do library work, but for the community and helping out the community. I've always Um, been a library fan, too. And as soon as I left the bookstore, I I really never purchased books anymore. I always went to the library. (laughs) And the other thing I really enjoyed, especially at first, but even now, is the variety and breadth and depth of all the programs that we offer. So when I first started, my husband thought I was back to working at hospice because I was working, I was out of the house many hours because I was attending programs in the evening, especially the book clubs and things like that, things that I've always wanted to be involved in. And I see a lot of people who are volunteers also doing that. You perform a variety of tasks all throughout the system. Can you tell listeners a little bit um, about what it is that you do kind of on a daily basis? I know day by day is going to be different, but (laughs) what kind of stuff you do? Sure. So I do work with the volunteers and generally I communicate with them to let them know any changes that are going to happen. Just offer support. Like I said, if they need new lanyards or if they need someone to come and speak to a new volunteer coordinator that needs training, I update the documents that we have on the computer on our go drive. And I also have been involved in, well, first, before I say that, I'll say that I made it a point to go to all the branches and meet people when I first started, because I really wanted to see each branch because they, each one has a different environment, different community around it, different culture. And that helped me a lot when I was networking in the community and working with volunteers. So the other thing that I do that has been more, highlighted since the pandemic has been networking with different nonprofits and for-profits in the community to develop partnerships. And one of those partnerships that seems to have taken a, a bigger part of my job has been the food distributions. So working with our partner, the Atlanta Community Food Bank, 
every Tuesday for a year and a couple months now, we have been able to distribute a lot of food. And in that, we are using not only our, some of our volunteers who were interested in doing it, but we've developed another whole group of community volunteers that come and just do that specific task. But now that we're open again, many of them are interested in becoming regular library volunteers. They're already library fans, but they also are interested as we have more openings to do that. That's great. Um, and I, I was going to ask how COVID changed your job, and that's where you kind of pivoted to that. Um, and now okay. you get to, um, but now the volunteers are back in the building. Um, I do want to talk a little bit more about the food distribution in a minute, but um, what are some other types of jobs that volunteers do at the library other than the, other than the food distribution? Well, the number one thing that, and when I first got here, this was I had to learn this too, because I was just assuming that volunteers did uh, not just shelving, but ran book groups and things like that. We, in our culture here at Gwinnett County Public Library, the librarians are the information professionals, and they are also the ones that run those type of things like Let's Talk and the book groups and the other programs. But we use volunteers to supplement that, especially like a children's program with 65 kids coming one person is it's hard to corral all those people. So volunteers have helped in things like that. They have also helped in Let's Talk. And I have a, a really wonderful success story of a volunteer, well, a customer who I met at Let's Talk. She was interested in becoming a volunteer and became a volunteer in the branch that hosted that Let's Talk. And then she became an employee. Well, first she became a career online high school mentor which is another role for our volunteers. And then she became an employee. So I have seen quite a bit and heard a lot during the new hire orientations that this, as a path to employment, volunteering is a great way to sample the environment and see what the job's like. We have our, of course, our learning labs, which are fantastic. And as those grow, we needed more people who could help with 3D printing or with um, the sewing or the robotics. So especially when we grew that great Lego, first Lego league, we needed a few extra hands, uh, people to help out. And of course, those volunteers then get some specialty training from the learning lab staff too. So those are some examples. And I know at my branch in particular, and perhaps at other ones, you've uh, coordinated homework helpers um, from some of the local colleges and stuff as well. Yeah, homework help really was growing and was so well established in every branch before the pandemic. And I think that the the community at large really enjoyed that. Fortunately, when the pandemic hit and the volunteers were no longer in the library, we were able to get tutor.com. But now we're able to have volunteers back in and each branch is starting to grow that program again. And we love that we have the work study program partnership with several of the colleges and hope to get that built back up and be more robust in this soon. The other things that volunteers have helped with besides homework help and early literacy and children's programming is being bilingual. So a volunteer can attend the Let's Talk or the English in Your Language. We've also had recently a volunteer who was walking through the park in Norcross and saw that we have story times and has offered her bilingual skills to do a bilingual story time. So we've just gotten her processed and into the system, and she'll be starting in October and helping out in Norcross. So that's a, there's a lot of opportunities for language volunteers. And 
One of the things I know, I know that has been, because every branch I've been in, there's always a line at the printer. And it seems like people always need help with that. So we also have a few volunteers, especially high schoolers, that can help with technology like that. And it gives the staff more flexibility and things that they have to do because I know they're all very busy too. One more thing, a story that just showed my bias a little bit because of all my years of working in the bookstore and shelving myself. And I, I enjoyed shelving, but I just thought, well, it's kind of boring. And I wonder if the volunteers enjoy it or it's just something to be in the library environment. But I asked uh, several of the volunteers is that, do you want to do other things? And they said, oh no, I love shelving. I love keeping things organized on the shelf. I love talking to the customers that come by me when I'm shelving. And I love finding books that I want to read that I might not have seen if I weren't touching them and putting them up. So that kind of cleared up my impression that shelving was boring. It's not really boring. And plus, if you're an organized person, it probably satisfies that need. Of keeping things straight yeah every once in a while i've got to, I, I go out and do some shelving and it's very soothing to mm-hmm. just do something different sometimes and kind of get in get into a zen groove with it and just kind of yeah <laughs> make everything look nice and yeah <laughs> we're one of the few places in Gwinnett county that have teen volunteers and our teens have to be 13 and up and we welcome them to do shelving and many of the other opportunities that we have to be involved in the library. But the the nice thing is that a lot of them come to us because they want hours for school for their diploma or for a club that they're involved in. So we love having them. We know that they may not be with us for years and years because they're going to graduate and go on to college, but we've heard such great feedback from them saying it was kind of like their first job because they learned scheduling and being reliable and, and some skills in the library. But it also helped them a lot when they went on to college and using the library in college. And then it and they came back to us that they're interested possibly in pursuing a degree in library science, too. So I love hearing those stories of people that start out as a customer, then volunteer and eventually get into the world of the library, even if it isn't with our system. And, and you've mentioned a couple of times the volunteer coordinators. Can you kind of talk about what that position is and what they do and how you work with them? Sure. The volunteer coordinators are any staff member in the library that the manager, the branch manager like yourself, chooses to give this responsibility to. They're responsible for recruiting, although we we don't have a huge problem with recruiting. A lot of people apply just because they love coming in the library, but they do have to look through the applications, decide what their needs are in the library based on the programming and their circulation and foot traffic and all that. And then they also do the interviews and then the training, the onboarding, and they also do coaching. And if somebody's interested in learning some other new skills, they're the ones that advocate for them or even if they are somebody who's interested in a position. So they become that one person, that one point person within the branch that is responsible as far as overall supervision, although the branch manager and the other supervisors are certainly in charge. And they go through training, but I think the best thing for volunteer coordinators is that they get that experience kind of in an HR environment so that they're responsible for the documentation, for the training, for the interviewing skills, the scheduling. Scheduling can be 
really intense if you have a branch with a lot of volunteers. So you're juggling a lot of people. So it's a really good experience. And I know that most branches rotate those volunteer coordinators so that they all get different kinds of experiences in the branch. It is a really good experience. I find, especially for people who are wanting to get promotions and stuff, because it's sort of, if you're going from here in the library, an associate position to a supervisory position, that's a, that's one that requires mm-hmm. a master's degree, number one, but also requires past supervision. And that, that gives them a supervisory role without having a supervisory role. <laughs> it's it's right. kind of the best experience you can get without being a supervisor. And things come up that you have to deal with, like personnel types of issues. And so it's nice yep. to have exactly. to refer to our documents, our code of conduct, go through HR if you have problems, contact me, things like that. So it's great experience. Um, you mentioned, so the volunteer coordinators and, uh, the food distribution, I know some branch staff have helped out with that as well. Um, what are some other ways that you work with branch staff? Yes, I do go to the branches and I still do go to some of the programs. I have definitely helped with the food distributions. I, uh, coordinate who's coming as volunteers, what the food is. I'm the liaison with the food bank. But then I also communicate directly with the branch managers and supervisors so that we can have a very smooth operation when we get together on that day. Because people, the people that are receiving the food are showing up long before the truck arrives. And so we have to get staff to help with the setup as well as the volunteers. Um, Other things I've done is we're doing again this year, the great days of service. So it's kind of my role is kind of a coordinator of the efforts that we put together to collect items for other nonprofits. And this is a community, Gwinnett County community effort that happens every October. And this year we'll be helping people at Home for Hope, which is a women and children's shelter in Buford, and also Mending the Gap, which serves seniors, 400 seniors in Gwinnett County with food and personal hygiene items. So I'm excited to get that started. And my job there, if we do it like we did last year, is each branch will have a captain and I'll be communicating with them and gathering the all the material either in my office or on the loading dock here. And then it will all be picked up on the 23rd. Depending on how much you get, I guess, if you can yes. fit in your office. <laughs> <laughs> and also the first two years I was here, I was really lucky and you helped me out is I was on the staff day team. So that also helped me really get immersed into the library system and meet so many incredible staff members that I've uh, really come to rely on and reach out to for other projects too. So the staff day experience was wonderful too. And, and I really think that we are a good system in that we have so many committees and we do so many um, advanced things proactive to help us really be the progressive library that we are. And so just signing up and I encourage people that work in the branches to sign up for some of those task forces because you really do get involved in the community and the community meaning GCPL. One of the other things I did when I first started that I would encourage people if they have the time and capacity to do is I signed up for Gwinnett 101 because even though I lived in Gwinnett County all these years, I always worked in DeKalb or Fulton. And then when I got here, I was like, I lived here, but I don't know anything about the county, like the fire, the, the police, the animal control, the 
taxes, all of those departments, but this is a free program that they offer Gwinnett 101 and you get to know everybody. And that helped me a lot in my job in terms of future networking and making contacts in the community. Yeah, that, that, that can be really important to make those connections because not only, I mean, because volunteers in general and then those connections, that's how we can get the word out about the library. And they're sort of ambassadors for the library of going out and spreading the goodwill about the library. So that's they, a perfect word, Steve, because really they become ambassadors. Every presentation I went to that involved something to do with the library, people were, I felt like the common phrase was, I didn't know the library did that because there's so much that we have to offer. And when I first uh, came and I love genealogy myself and your employee Aiden was one of the people whose programs I attended and people, when you talk to them about that, we offer ancestry.com free with a library card, they're just blown away. And all the other digital resources that we have just, and now passports. So yeah, people are like, wow, this is not the library I remember. And too many times they're saying, well, yeah, my kids are older now. I don't take them to the library. It's not, it's not about kids. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, well, it is about kids, but it's a lifelong learning location. Yes, it's not just about kids. <laughs> right, not just about kids. But yeah, there's been so many fun things I've been involved in. And some of the branches have had anniversaries. So I attend those and I'm always blown away by how many volunteers also come to those events future not future past volunteers as well as current volunteers because they really do become part of the family absolutely um so um the last thing i wanted to um have you do is um can you give if somebody wanted to volunteer for the library um why should they volunteer for the library what kind of pitch would you give them (laughs) well we do like i said we have opportunities for teens and they get job experience. They get experience in the library and using a library for that will help them in their future with their, whether college or work related. They also see what this is like as far as a future job. But when it comes to our adult volunteers, a lot of them are retired. Many of them are retired teachers and love just being in that environment. And they make the best homework help volunteers. But we also find that people just need socialization and that this is a great opportunity. So they become, like I said, part of the family with the team that works at that branch. But they also get to know a lot of the customers that come in regularly. So they feel like they're part of something. And that's so important. Socialization is so important. Though it's not necessarily that they're coming in and having a lot of conversations, but they just feel like they're in an environment that is part of their life. And also the other benefits that somebody might be laid off and they're in between while they're looking for a job and they just want to stay busy. They want to stay relevant. So they come and volunteer the clubs, the homework help, especially the national honor society, the Delta club, beta club, those volunteers get hours as well as experience. And we have a lot of people who just love to read And it's an opportunity for them to come and see what all the new books are or books that they might have missed in the past. Um, I think if I was not doing anything, I would definitely be a volunteer at the library. And we had 400 something volunteers before the pandemic. So a lot of them were not able to come back or just like have moved on in, in life. 
but we're back up to over 200 and I'm anticipating as things get better with COVID that we'll be back up in the 400s again, especially with our new branches that are opening that are super busy, like uh, Duluth, who's went from pretty high volume circulation, but now it's like exponentially higher and they are like, we need more volunteers to shelf. <laughs> it's, it's a good problem to have. <laughs> it is. It is. And it helps us find some specialty volunteers too, because like they have the bees and I know they have a bee person, <laughs> but we can find master gardeners, like for our tower gardens, we could find, and some of the branches are going to have community gardens. There's a lot of people with expertise in the community that want to help out. That's great. Well, Anne, thank you so much for coming on and talking about your position. We appreciate you leading these efforts um, in the library. And we all work together as a team, but need somebody leading our way. And we appreciate your work. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I wanted to leave you with a quote. If that's okay. Yep. Okay. This is Arthur Ashe. This is my what I put sometimes on my emails to the community volunteers. Start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can. Because in that helping people and the food insecurity that we have, it's such a gratifying experience. So that same thing applies to the volunteers in the library that are doing shelving, helping with children's programs. They get a sense of satisfaction out of it. And it's just a simple thing that they're doing, but it is a very satisfying and it's serving just as much as it is serving food, having things in the right place. So somebody can find it on the shelf. You know, you might not equate them, but really it, it is something that you're doing out of the goodness of your heart to do service. And it's, just we're so grateful yes so thank you volunteers as well (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you so much ann all right thank you steve